Hello again. I wanted to take a little time in the second part to discuss the format and the methodology that I'm going to be applying to the conversation and the dialogue within this documentary. First of all, who am I, right? And what qualifies me to discuss this subject? Well, first of all, I am a graduate of the University of Florida, uh, majored in psychology with a minor in mass communications. So I have a solid understanding of the subject matter, a solid foundation in psychology, cognitive psychology, behavioral psychology, general therapy. Um, I'm not at all a qualified psych psychiatrist. Um, then again, I think psychiatry is about the, is the wrong way to go with suicide and the discussion and the open dialogue and helping those that are suffering from suicide, suicidal thoughts and uh, con uh, considering suicide. So I have the educational experience. Couple with that, that my mother, before she committed suicide in her fifth attempt, her successful attempt, she had four previous attempts with pharmaceuticals. I cared for her and on the domestic level quite a bit. Uh, I was, I think I was probably her primary caregiver to be honest with you. Um, so I have a, an intimate knowledge and a, a personal connection to the subject matter. Uh, I myself have considered suicide on a few occasions. I did not, I'm very glad that I never carried it out. I understand exactly why I considered it, how I considered it. Um, I made a few plans a couple of times on how I would go about it in a very responsible and a very methodical way, taking care of all the bills and whatnot. So I understand what goes into the, the thought patterns and the degradation in your own isolation and loneliness that, that takes you to that point of considering and contemplating suicide. I have a, a decent amount of work experience uh, under my belt. I'm only 40 years old, so I'm not an old man, but I'm not necessarily the youngest of bucks either. I spent roughly a decade in New York City uh, with a multitude of jobs, all contractual. Uh, I was an admin assistant, I was an executive assistant, I was a director of quality assurance. Uh, all those jobs were at branding and advertising agencies. I was then a web administrator at Sudler & Hennessy, which, was, which is a, a medical electronic arm of um, a WPP company. I was a web administrator there. So I, I ran a, a apollolipids.org and lexapro.com, so I understand what goes in to the, to the publication and the promotion of the medical side uh, and the medical industry in a lot of ways. I then worked for American Lawyer Media uh, I worked at a help desk there, uh, doing all kinds of IT work. It was a great time. I've also been a project manager at WeightWatcher.com. 
I've been an IT project manager. I've worked in insurance with EDI, the Electronic Data Interface and Interchange. I was a project manager in an insurance company as well. I've been a gardener. I've been a handyman. I've been a volunteer. I volunteer has been the most rewarding uh, positions that I've ever that I've ever had uh, the the pleasure of partaking in. To be honest with you, I got the most reward for being a volunteer, and that's hands down. And again, I've been a, a caregiver, not only to my mother, but I've helped many people in, in a multitude of communities in various ways, whether it be helping them on the farm, helping them with their personal domestic IT issues, helping them organize their home, uh, teaching domestic skills. I've taught cooking. I've taught literally how to mop. I've, uh, shoot, I I've done a lot. So I have a, a good skill set under, under my belt. So that's who I am and where I come from and what I truly believe qualifies me to, to, to discuss this subject. Moving on to the next part, the methodology. How I'm gonna go about presenting this. Well, as I said in the, in the first section, in the introduction, I want it to be a dialogue and I want it to be an open conversation and I want you to feel a part of it. That's why I'm speaking to you. I have no script, I do have some notes, but I have no teleprompter. I have a couple of whiteboards down there with a few notes to remind me just to keep, just to keep my, uh, my rhythm going, right? But all of my notes are gonna be available. I'm gonna scan all of my notes. I'm gonna post those uh, available for download. All the research that I've done, I've spent roughly 400 hours in data collection, data analysis, turning that data into information, usable information, applicable information, understandable knowledge, not just uh, a collection of stats, right? Uh, the majority of the, uh, of the documentary is gonna be in a, for lack of better terminology, a blog-like or episodic uh, progression. There are a few reasons for that. I think it lends itself, I think the subject matter in and of itself lends itself to episodic type of uh, filming and presentation. It, it'd be very difficult to sit down for a full length hour and a half to two hour documentary or time setting time frame strictly discussing suicide. It, it becomes very burdensome on the presenter for sure. Also the audience. I think it allows for privacy. Um, I don't think it's a subject that people enjoy speaking about openly yet. I want to, I do want to change that. I want to eradicate that stigma, but that doesn't mean that it's not present. So I think that having it in a, an episodic format and on podcasts available for downloads, it, it's portable, right? On YouTube. So it's available if you're not able to download it to at least uh, stream it or view it online. I think that allows for you, the audience, to really embrace the subject matter and the and the dialogue itself, to really get a, become a part of it, it will allow for feedback through comments, through emails. Uh, definitely willing to to do some interviews and do some uh, open discussions and forums and film those and put those online too. I think that would be wonderful. That's how the audience can get involved. That's how you can get involved. I'm more than willing to drive to you. 
in order to film these, in order to get the subject open. It's a new approach. It's another reason that I'm doing it. I think that this subject, and I think that this epidemic, and it's a global epidemic, suicide, I, I think it requires a new approach. I think it requires something different, something radical in the definitive sense of radical. It's not historical, it's not fact-based, and it's not definitive. Every case of suicide, every case of suicidal thoughts or contemplation, or those who lost a loved one to suicide, each, each case, each situation is unique. So it requires a, a new format. It requires a new type of dialogue about it. It's not, it doesn't lend itself to strictly looking at the stats and saying, well, this country had this many, or this state had this many, or this age group had this many. That's, that's wonderful to, to collect, and it, it, it really sheds some light on the subject, but it doesn't really do anything other than reflect what's happening. I don't believe that the way that it's being, the, this, the idea of suicide prevention, the way that they're going about it now, and when I say they, I mean the system, the healthcare system, the governments, globally, not just domestic to America, by the way, okay? Globally. I think that they're trying to plug it into the systems that they already have running, especially with suicide. They try and treat it as if it's a depression. Depression doesn't lead to suicide in most cases. Depressed people want to be happy. They don't want to be absent from the world. Suicide, from all that I know and all that I've researched, stems from isolation and loneliness. So we need to eradicate the stigma around the subject and start to discuss it and figure out why this individual is considering it and why this individual is considering it and not try and relate the two because they're unique and I mean that for every case I truly do finally I'm comfortable with this format I don't have a director it's just me I don't have a production company it's just me I don't have any sponsors, so nobody's telling me what to say or how to say it, or it'd be better if you said it this way for us. No. This is all what I call truality. It's not reality. It's not reality TV or reality docu docudrama. It is truality. And what I mean by that is your reality is your reality. I can never understand your reality. I can empathize. I can try to understand. I can relate some of what's going on in my life and in my reality, but that makes it true for me, not true for you. What's true for you is your perceptions and your understandings and your, your life, your perspectives. That's truality. So I'm very, very comfortable talking about the subject matter in this format. And so I'm approaching it that way. I've got a lot, of, a lot of positive feedback from discussing it this way with folks. I've been uh, an advocate for life for uh, decades now, 
like I said, I lost my mother 17 years ago, but even when she got sick from the very first attempt at suicide, I became an advocate for life and an advocate to open the subject because I was not allowed to speak about it in most communities. As I said in the introduction, back in 94, 95, the subject matter was taboo. It was considered hereditary, it was considered baggage, it was a sin in certain religions, especially, uh, uh, especially in the Western world. So, I want it to be comfortable for you. So, I have to be comfortable, right? Right, I, I, I really believe that. I'm a naturally detail-oriented person, so I'm not gonna skip over what is uncomfortable because I'm comfortable talking about uncomfortable subjects. Obviously, I'm doing a, a documentary on suicide. I believe it's about the only one out there that discusses the subject matter as an open dialogue, not just a personal history. I will discuss my, my, my personal association with suicide. I will have a, a segment strictly on my mother. I will have a segment strictly on, on my understanding and my battles with the with the concept and with the choices that I've made and, the, and the, the choice not to follow through with it and why that was. I also am gonna have a segment on the statistics and on the research because that is very, very important. I don't wanna, I don't want it to come off as if the research isn't important, as if the statistics are not valid. They're very, very, very valid. At the same time, they don't tell the whole story. So, I'm going to piece it all together in that in that way. Again, I think that having the, the episodic and the blog-like format really, really, really will be of value to, to you, the audience, to you. I'm, I'm here to try and speak to you about this subject. And so the format has to be radical in the definitive sense. It has to be new. And so... That is why I'm choosing this format. That is why I believe I am the appropriate voice for the subject matter. Again, I have the educational background for it. I have the personal experience from about 12 years old on. So it's very, very intimate to me. It's very, very personal. It's very, very real. And I really, really, really just want to eradicate the stigma around the subject. And that is why I've chosen this format and this methodology. We'll see you in the next, uh, in the next section. And it's going to be on the settings.